Hey, welcome to the Young, Dumb, and In Love podcast, where we talk about building stronger and healthier marriages. I'm Julian. And I'm Brittany, and we want to thank you for being a part of the conversation. Hey, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and leave us a review so that we can get more connected with you. Welcome back to Young, Dumb, and Love. Hey, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, we've had people visiting. We went and visited Washington. Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot going on in our world. So sorry Summer. that it's taken a little bit of time to get back on here, but uh, we're excited to be back. Anyways. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but Brittany, I just wanted to say real quick that you are the most beautiful woman that I've ever known in my entire life. And you better say that. You don't ever think otherwise okay okay so we've been uh well i've i started this thing and then uh because i need emotional support my wife said i'll do it too uh we've been doing this thing and it's been fun and also challenging and super great um but we're basically i'm I'm working out more and trying to get more healthy so that my family can have me for a really long time and i can annoy them for the next uh you know 70 years that'd be awesome um if not, uh, I'll take 60. Uh, 65 would be great too, but... That probably seems more realistic. <laughs> yeah. I think exactly. you're older than you thought you <laughs> yeah, were. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I think that I'm younger than I really am. Um, but we've been doing this thing, and it's kind of fun. I It's just one of those random, like, some people have told me this a million times. My brother-in-law uh, works out and is, like, in super great shape, kind of looks like Captain America. I saw him with his shirt off the other day, and I was really mad. Like, I just got mad, and I'm like... You're kidding Mad. me. You're kidding me, right? Well, and, he works out harder uh, than you. Oh, he does. Absolutely. And so I decided, I'm, I am I want to look like that. Like, I want to look like that. When I take off my shirt and we go to the pool, my wife looks at me. I want her to be like, dang, boy. I already do. I know, but like next level. Like, you do probably more because you love me. <laughs> and it's unconditional love. But I, I want that. Don't be so hard on yourself. I know. But I got like the ultimate dad body, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just really working through You know, this. I can't agree with anything you're saying. <laughs> I just have to go. No, I know. Because that would be rude. So been intermittent fast, intermittent fasting. Intermittent fasting, yep. Yep. And 16 hours of no eating. And then <clears throat> eating tons of protein, working out every day, yep. counting my calories, just really yep. trying to get rid of this belly fat that I've had for a really long time. Yep. Um, I'm what you call skinny fat. I'm not fat. I'm skinny fat. I'm skinny all around. Like literally I have nothing. It's just skin and bones and muscle. And then my belly just has just like, just like this thing, you know? So I've been trying to work on that for quite a while now. And I feel like this is, this is the time. This is the moment. And this is the time where you're going to look at me the next time you see me with my shirt off next summer. Not now. <laughs> the next Not time, now. like today. <laughs> yeah. Today you'll see my shirt off and it won't look any different, but Next summer, I'm telling you, okay. I'm going to walk outside with confidence. Do you know how many times you've told me you're going to have a six pack? <laughs> I just, I'm just asking. How long have we been married? 16 years. I've told you 16 times. <laughs> Probably more than that. Mm -hmm. Probably, let's double that. You've told me way more than even that. Let's go with 32. I'll give you that. Maybe 100. I think probably. Yeah. I'm going to have a six pack by yeah. whenever. Yeah. Well, the struggle is real. And, um, it's okay. I'm, I'm on point now. I'm on oh, point. Yeah. I feel really good. I just got done eating my chicken, so I feel pretty good. My first meal of the day, so very excited about it. But hey, um, 
we were talking, we talked a few weeks ago about mm-hmm. why marriages don't last. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking, continuing that conversation and going, we're kind of just going through each subject. And the last time we, we talked and met up and talked, um, we talked about sex and mm-hmm. it was a very interesting, uh, few couple, couple weeks after that, because the amount of comments and what people are saying, actually it doesn't blow my mind cause I'm not surprised by anything anymore these yeah. days. Um, but the amount of people, especially on TikTok, my gosh, they are, um, I don't, yeah. so brutally honest and like, we we're like giving tips on like how to be good and how to, you know, like we how want people, good. yeah, we want people to like, like how to communicate well, yeah, be successful in their marriages and, yeah, yeah. and we're getting comments like, and that's why you never get married. Just have your side hoe. Like, I'm like, what? Like, where did that even come from? That has nothing to do. I actually didn't even know someone put that. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's been real. We have so many it's comments. Crazy. But then there's also a ton of comments. Uh, I posted one where I was just like writing you a love letter, just talking about, hey, yeah. just love your wife. Yep. Very simple. It doesn't need to be hard. Mm-hmm. And that thing like blew up. And so many comments and interactions. And the, the number one thing from that people were saying was like, oh, this is so sweet. But the other side of things was... I really wish my husband could just get that. I really wish That's because, my wife could just get that. You know, like just back and forth. Yeah, but like women want to be loved. They do. Period. 100%. That's like their ultimate desire yep. is love. Yeah. And we were, we were just talking about that too. Just like, yeah. you know, the way men want to be loved and women. We're, we're going to talk about that in another podcast. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, people just forget that this, is a, this really is simple. It just takes work. It can be, yeah. It takes work. So yes... Yeah the task and what it is, is a simple thing, but it's very hard to do it because you have to do it consistently, consistently every single day. And that's the why task? People, and, What's the task? Well, task, like the task of loving your spouse. Oh, okay. I thought and, you were talking about sex. Nah, the well, that too. Every day. I was I like, mean, you so need we're to calling do that. it a task? <laughs> yes. That needs to be done every day. That's okay. That's literally what I thought you were talking every about. Day. Like, every day. I was like, Every day. No. But, um, but yeah, I mean, but it takes work. Mm-hmm. And people are talking about how it just doesn't happen. And so for us, that's why we're here. We want to help people yeah. realize that they can have a good marriage like we do. And our marriage isn't perfect. We fight. We have our issues. We have our things that we go through. But we also have things in place to help us safeguard and keep us where we should be. Yeah. 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 So today we're going to talk about lack of trust. Lack of trust. And, um, so I have notes. You'll see me glance down. Yeah. How I don't get too far. We don't get too far off. Uh, yeah. Well, you have me, to, you have me to, uh, Chatty Kathy over get, here. Us, get us uh, on a rabbit trail. So, um, but trust is and the first thing I wrote down was it's hard to gain mm-hmm. and it's easy to lose. Yep. So true. You so know? True. And I think that, um, probably one spouse is more trusting than the other. Yep. Would you say? That's me. Yep. Yeah, like I'm not naturally trusting my personality. Yeah, you're is you're less trusting and past experience mm-hmm. too yep. makes me probably less trusting. And Julian wants to see the good in everyone and everything. Yeah, I, th- I see the good in people too for sure. But I think you know, but it's hard to gain and easy yeah. to lose. And then I wrote, trust makes your spouse feel safe and secure in your marriage, and will bring out their best self. Mm-hmm. Yep. So trust makes your spouse feel safe and secure in your marriage and will bring out their best self. Yeah. When you feel 
like you or me, when I feel safe and secure in our marriage, I am my best self. So Most of, true. You know what I mean? Like no, that's so it true. gives me freedom to be who I am. Yep. I don't have to be insecure yep. or whatever it may be. And really that comes a lot with trust. Yeah. I trust you. You are doing what you say you're going to do. Mm-hmm. I trust that you have my best interest in mind. Yep. And it also helps because if I trust you, then I can give you the benefit of the doubt. I mm-hmm. can give you grace because I trust that you're doing your best. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, yeah. What do you well, think? I love what you just said. I trust that you're doing your best. Now, yeah. trusting isn't saying that your person is perfect. You no. know, that's not, that's not what we're saying at all. No, definitely um, not. So trusting okay. that they are doing their best Yes. is probably like the best way to explain having trust for somebody yeah. because a lot of times in marriage we want them to change or we want them to do a certain thing and sometimes you just need to love them enough and trust them enough that they're going to do their best and give mm-hmm. their all yeah you know and so um but yeah i mean when it comes to the trust and security that you feel uh when you trust me now it's not like you don't trust me but no yeah because yeah. you trust me you feel yeah. security like for instance, yeah. small things. This has nothing to do really with relationship, but it has everything to do with it at the same time. Okay. Uh, locking the doors at night, making sure windows are shut mm. and locked, and you know, making sure the oven is off, and you know, you kind of have like this checklist of well, things. I'm a, I'm a little That's OCD, in, yeah. a lot OCD. You're a lot OCD. I mean, let's let's be know. real. Um, so I want the doors checked. Yep. I want the you know. Oven off and lights off, you know, just alarm on. You want everything, you want no, nothing, no room for mistake, right? Basically, yes, like that's what you desire, mm-hmm. but you've expressed it. And I've done my very best to make sure that I do those things. So I trust that and you do so it. that you, so we've gotten to the point where she can finally go, Did you do this? Did you do that? And she'll ask me, no matter what, it doesn't matter how I long, ask every day. It doesn't matter how long we've every been day. married, every night we get in bed. Did you check the doors? Did you lock it? Did you yeah. set the alarm? Did you do this? Did you, you know, yes, babe. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and if I didn't, I'd be like, no, I'll go do it right now. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that because she trusts me now, we've gotten to this point, even though she asked me, and if I say yes, she goes, okay. And she, t- she tends to um, just say okay and trust me, you know? But it took a long, long time yeah. for that to happen. I mean, let's be honest, though you have reason not to trust me in that area because there's been times where we were in Bible college and I left. Oh my gosh. I left and we're, we're not the Bible college. Wasn't like in the safest neighborhood. Like it was in Mm. some would say not the best, not the best, not the best area. Right. It's not the best area. And I leave. There's a lot of bad things that happen. I leave and the front door gets left open. I wasn't just unlocked while she's sleeping open open so i wake up these are the days i could actually sleep in i don't know what happened because now yeah, you i can't sleep, sleep in anymore. to save my life i'm like please god sleep like nine more. or ten i don't know i got up i walk out there's just like a one bedroom really small apartment i walk out the front door is wide open i'm like that is so weird julian like he should be at work it's i mean he left for work probably at 6 30 or 7 yeah yeah oh no he just left the door I mean, maybe it was cracked at the time, but by the time I probably tried to shut it, but I didn't check it. I don't know. I don't know what happened. That's why he has to check the doors because (laughs) he will leave them open. But over time, I've learned how important it is to you. It's very important to me. Like, I mean, it is like, 
foundational for me. For sure. And, I and it should be. It should secure. be. Yeah. Locking your doors at night. You should totally lock your doors at night. That's not even like an issue. Yeah, but if you don't lock your doors at night, then I mean. <laughs> but there's to. things that we have that we've we've had to learn over time and really earn the trust, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I, this, for instance, if I go somewhere and I don't go somewhere, I, if I say I'm going to go somewhere and then I don't go there, that's, oh, that's, that's a, a lack of flag. trust. That's a red flag, right? Yeah. But if I am constant or if I'm continually doing the right thing by going somewhere mm-hmm. and saying I'm going to be there and yep. still going there and yeah. letting you know and yep. communicating, the trust is built super fast and you're able yeah. to go, okay, he always says what he does and does what he says. Like well, that's integrity. That's yeah. yeah. Well, and I wrote, be where you say you are, mm-hmm. do what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And be with who you said you'd be with. Yeah. That way there leaves like no room for doubt. And I would say Julian wasn't always like not on purpose. Like I'm an an over communicator. Yeah. Like I I will say, Hey, just got in the car heading home, be home in 45 minutes or I'll like do a quick phone call or whatever, (laughs) because I just want to make sure, you know, like, okay, I said I was going to do this and this is what I'm doing, you know? And I think that women, we just tend to be like more communicative even just because we like to talk about it. And I'm super chill. Like whatever, you know? Julian would just like not check on me for like (laughs) hours. I'd be like, do you not care if I'm like missing? He's like, no, you're going to be fine. It's fine. I'm like working, but I'm I'm doing stuff, right? Um, just like being where he said he would be, yeah. you know? And then he'd be like, oh, like I'd call him and he'd be out for lunch just with guys, never with anyone. But I'd be like, oh, you could have told me. And not because I'm like possessive, but I'm like, I want to know who you're with. And when you're married, you have a right to know that. Absolutely. I have a right to Absolutely. know who he's with, where he's at and why he's doing it. Absolutely. Like there shouldn't be secrets. But I think, you know, now I don't even worry about it. he'll like tell me and I'm like, Cool. Like, yeah, you know, but it's important deal. to know like, Hey, I'm going here with this person because of this, not out of control, but yeah. out of respect. Yeah. It's a respect issue. Like yeah. you respect your spouse enough to honor the commitment you made to them, yeah. which is that they're your number one. It's true. And when you're not with who you said you'd be with, that's a problem. It's a red flag. You know? And, um, well, and from my side, at the mm-hmm. very beginning when yeah. you would say, don't you care? Or where are you? Why didn't you tell me? Like at first, like, I'll be honest with you. Like my, my mind went to the place. Like, why doesn't she, why doesn't she just trust yeah. me? Like, what's the big yeah. deal? Like, and then I, I did feel like she wanted to be controlling and I did feel, you know, so like that perspective, if I would have just realized that she just wanted me to communicate with her, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with anything else. Yeah. All she wanted was communication. I took it as she wants control. When that's not the case at all. She just wants to know what I'm doing. She just wants to know what's going on in my life. You know, I, I work a job that she's not at and she's at home and she's taking care of other things and she just wants to know that she's loved. And instead of me asking, like, why do you want to know these things? You know, I just assumed that she wanted to have control over me. And, yeah. you know, and that, you know, I, I guarantee you this happens in so many marriages. Yeah. And they just fight and they argue. And that's why a lot of people end up not being married anymore because, there's this lack of trust, but it really has, again, has to do with a lot with communication and and communicating with each other. And so once I have learned, once I learned that she just wants to know what's going on and where I'm at and, and only just for the sake, for a couple things for safety. Cause back then we didn't have, you know, trackers on our phones. It's just crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, but 
she would be, she would text me and I would tell her and she would be kind of upset that I didn't tell her. And I'm like, what a big deal. It's not a big deal. But now that I know it's because she just needed for me to communicate so that she knows I'm safe. Cause yeah. she, she wants to know that I'm thinking about her during the day. Yeah. You know, it's different things like that, which I told, I think about her 24 seven. I mean, let's be honest. I do all the time. That doesn't mean I'm going to text her 24 seven, you know, right. but you know, a text here, text there. I love you. Just those sweet little things mm-hmm. make a huge difference. And it's yeah. just being communicative yeah. in what we do. Yep. Well, and I think too, one of the things that you were saying is that you thought I was trying to be controlling. Mm-hmm. And I think that when, and it could have been, honestly, this is going to sound bad. I don't necessarily remember being distrusting towards you, Mm-mm. but are the feelings like, I think that you can ask yourself like spouses, you can ask yourself this are the feelings of mistrust that I have, are they self-inflicted or are they warranted? And so what I mean by that are like, sometimes I think we're mistrusting towards our spouse, even though our spouse hasn't necessarily given us a reason to be mistrusting, but something in our past causes us to be distrusting. Yeah. So for me, Julian never gave me a reason to, to not trust mistrust him, him or mm-hmm. be distrusting of him. Is mistrust a word? Yeah, mistrust. Or is it distrust? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah. But you know mistrust. what I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't have the... But see, I grew up where there wasn't always open communication and there was lies and sneakiness when it came to being with who you were supposed to be. Yeah. You know, And I think then those obviously plant seeds of doubt. And even as a child, you know, so then you get married and you're like, oh... I feel a little like I'm not really being very trusting, but not because he did anything, but because it's something that kind of was planted in me. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think it's important to share that with your spouse. Like, hey, like you didn't do anything, but for some reason I'm having a really hard time trusting you. And I I can't really figure out why. And it probably is rooted in something that happened before. Yeah. You know, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. So just kind of remembering like, is this, or thinking to yourself before you maybe have like a confrontational conversation, like, is this something they did to cause me to feel this way? Which if they did, then yes, of course, confront that, have that conversation or man, maybe this is something that was planted in me a long time ago, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why we suggest like, Hey, if you really had like a crazy past in your life and then you get married, or maybe you two, the two of you have really big issues that you've been dealing with. Like it's always, always, always good to get counseling to help you discover these things. If you can't discover it on your own and figure it out together and have honest, open conversation where you can understand each other, gosh, go get counseling and put yourself in an environment where you can truly learn what's really going on because it's never, the issue is never really the issue. There's always something deeper that is causing the rup, the rup, ripples, yeah. ripples in your relationship, Yeah, you know, and it's something way down low. And if you yeah. can discover what that is and work on that, all the small things on top, they're just going to, they're not going to fall away, but you're going to be able to deal with them a lot better and faster. Yeah. Which I know? feel like, you know, um, I feel like since we've been doing this, it's almost been chat like young, dumb and in love and oh, really sure. diving into, you know, communicating and, and marriage and what does it really look like? And, yeah. and do we really do the things that we say that we do, you know, um, it's helped us even navigate oh, our sure. conflict and our dist. you know, if we Absolutely. had distrust or whatever, this one, and this is, I have a, we both probably have stories, but, um, tell them even what seems like no big deal. Uh, <laughs> for example, like if someone texts you 
<laughs> Even if it's the wrong number. Oh, you're not going to tell that story, are you? <laughs> I'm going to tell it in a very... It's know. fine. Tell the story in a PG way. PG thirteen. Just tell it. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. I'm not going. It. I'm not going into the whole thing. You're not going to. I all can't. The uh-uh. Okay. I oh, I literally cannot know that the world knows that I <laughs> what I saw. So anyway, we have uh, oh. we live in Arizona, so we ha- swimming in our pool one day and um, just enjoying the sun. Just enjoying the sun, but you can't have your phone outside because it it's heats. way too hot. Overheats. So I go and grab my phone because I think I had like some work, you know, work. So I was checking in every few minutes and I pick up my phone and it's a number I don't recognize, which isn't uncommon because in my line of business, you you know, I'm a a real estate agent also. So I'll get texts and phone calls from people I don't know. Like, okay. So I swipe and, you know, and I see like, oh, hey, so-and-so, so great to see you this weekend. And I'm thinking... I was like home this weekend. I have no idea who this is. And I scroll and there's a picture (laughs) of something that I did not, definitely did not see in real life. And um, I almost, I can't even, I'm embarrassed even retelling the story. (laughs) It's funny. Because we talk about it often actually and we always laugh. We joke about it, yeah. And so I'm like, and and the text is alluding that I, had been, not me, but had the, the, been whoever this person is this trying person. to text, yeah. that they spent the weekend together, with, yeah. and then Doing the picture thing. was of their private something. parts. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to burn my phone, and I, awful. I didn't even know what to, I can't even talk. Yeah, I, I literally was like, like <gasps> "Oh my gosh!" And my like, I just felt one. I, I felt like. What's the word? Um, violated. Violated. Because I'm like, I, it was innocent. I'm just checking my phone. You know, I didn't like go looking for this picture. It just, <laughs> it came to it her. It came to me and they called me the wrong name and, and everything. So, but it was a 253 number. I don't, well, the number they were trying to text. The co- yes, number they were was trying to text. Close so obviously to mine. It was close and they to used yours. a different yeah. name, obviously, because I was not the one there. Yep. And I remember thinking, like, oh my gosh. And, not even thinking anything of it, but I went straight to Julian and I was like, here, before I delete this, like, I just want you one, I do not want to be the only person who has to live with this, with this image, image in my head, in my head because <laughs> Thanks, it's Brit. not fair. And I'm like, look at this text. And then I was like, please just like, we need to delete this. So Julian's like, well, we should probably text him and tell him it's the wrong number. So you don't get any yeah, more of those. We don't want any pictures. more of those pictures. Um, so I just said, you know, we deleted it and then I, or I texted back and then deleted the feed. I just was like, uh, sorry, wrong number. He was horrified. Never text me after that. He was like, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, he responded horrified. I'm so sorry. And then that was it. But it's like, I could have just like <laughs> kept it or yeah. deleted it or, yeah. and not told Julian, but then yeah. I would have had to live with that, like whatever. So instead sure. I just was like, this is what it is. Yep. Obviously it's not meant for me. Yep. This is horrifying it's the most horrifying horrifying thing i've ever seen in my life <laughs> i'm gonna be honest oh, with you I w- sometimes i wish you wouldn't have shown me <laughs> so sometimes we laugh just because we're like how does this even happen but i say that because sometimes the seemingly small things these little tiny things yeah they can become a big deal if we don't just go to each other right away yeah you know and well because c- could you imagine if she kept it or like didn't delete it or didn't tell me and then i found out somehow and i'm like 
Or literally, he saw it and he was like, why do you have it, this or whatever? You know, like if that, if that opportunity, even though it wasn't even wrote, my fault. Yeah. It wasn't her fault, but still like if she didn't like think about it or yeah. whatever, like there, there could have been an opportunity for that. Right. But instead she chose to just, Hey, this happened. Here it is. And she just puts it in my face and yeah. lets me deal with it with her, yeah. um, where she could have done it on her own and not said a thing to me. And that to me would be more suspicious than her just coming Ooh. to me. You know what I'm saying? But it made yeah. a, it made a huge difference because immediately mm-hmm. I was like, Oh wow. Um, yeah, let's respond. Let's take care of this. This is definitely not okay. And, um, yeah. never ever get a text message like that again. <laughs> I think though too, like in that one is more of, you know, we, That's that, like, was that was so like unintentionally like it, that was, is actually sent to the wrong person. Um, but even sometimes it's like a text maybe, you know, that you're like, man, this really isn't a big deal, but I want you to know like, yeah. Hey, I texted with so-and-so today. And it could be about work, but just because, you know, if that person's like of the opposite sex and you think, man, if they see this, they might think something else. Um, And I think something to always think about is if you feel like you need to delete that text feed or you need to be secretive about it, that is a red flag you need to like think of for yourself. Why do I feel like when this person texts me, I should flip my phone over? Or why do I feel like when this person calls me, I should leave the room. Yeah. Like we talk about how openness leads to wholeness, Mm -hmm. you know? And when you are open with each other, like you're going to have such a better relationship, So true. you know? And so, so, um, well, and I, like she set such a great example for situations like that. Cause even what was it last week, even last week, Oh yeah, um, we were, we were in Washington. Phone. I got a text to my phone from a, a, a number that is two five three because we have two five three area codes, and I get this text and I was like, "What the heck?" I was like, and a it's, "Girl, you know, it's like kind of spicy from a girl." And she's like, kinda "Hey," spicy? she was like, "Hey, can't wait or wait I to totally you, miss you. Can't something. wait to see you again, Daddy." And I was like, "What the heck?" Oh, so I we're so sitting nice. there and I just go, "Hey, Britt, look at this," <laughs> and I just show her and she's like, "What in the world is happening?" Who does this? Um, and you know, and I could have chose in that moment, I have a decision to make, you know, I have the decision to say, well, I could keep this and you know, she doesn't need to know about it. And I could look at this picture or, you know, stuff like that, like that, those thoughts could go through your mind and that could be something that you do. Um, or you could just go, nope. And I always would tell our students when we were youth pastors, I was like, Hey, listen, when, when the enemy comes and he wants you to do something, just, just turn around and flee. Like just just flee. If you just run and be ridiculous and run from the temptation of whatever it is in your life, yeah. just run, like just be ridiculous and run from it. And I really feel like that goes hand in hand with temptation in your marriage and anything that yeah. you're going through. Like just, if there's something that feels that it should not be there, yeah. um, like something like that, man, just run, just run the opposite direction and don't even open the door because yeah. once you open the door, that's yeah. You've chosen your side. That's what yeah. I we we say that all the time. Yeah. But once you ch- once you open the door to whatever it is, you've you've chosen your side. You've decided to let in whatever it is. Well, we talk about once you've compromised, you've chosen your side. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if you compromise a little bit, like it's so easy to think, ah, oh, it's just little. It's just innocent. It's yeah. just it's nothing. You yeah. know. But I think if you talk to spouses that have eventually had ended in infidelity or, you know, traveled down that road, it was seemingly innocent to begin with. 
It was a Facebook message. It yeah. was an Instagram DM. It was, oh, she just was really nice to me at the gym or he gave me attention here. It's not always, in, it's honestly probably most of the time not intentional. Yep. It's a very innocent, small thing. Yeah. But once you've compromised, you've chosen your side. And the same, it's like a door, you know, like the door if you leave it closed and lock and you say, no, you're not, this is not going to be a thing. Mm -hmm. Then it stays that way. But if you crack the door a little bit, yep. if the wind comes, that door is going to blow yeah. open. I know we were just watching Legos the other day and I don't know if you remember this, but the Lego the movie? movie too, okay. Lego yeah, yeah, yeah. movie too yeah, with yeah. our girls. And I'm uh -huh. like, Oh my gosh, that's exactly it right there. The little star was stuck in the door and it was like, please oh, help me. Yeah. Please help me. And little, little Emmett yeah. was like, I have to help her. He literally goes, psh, psh, opens the door like that. The enemy's in, Yeah. you know? And so like that moment I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's exactly what I've been trying to say. <laughs> but it's true. And I think it's like, you know, it might seem innocent and that's why we do tell each other right away. And I wouldn't say either of us has ever been like tempted to take any of that innocent stuff to the next no. place, but it doesn't even allow it to be there, no. you know? And it's like, okay, so Hey, like, and we don't have, like, we have friends who are, you know, like fam, like couple friends, that's yeah. what we call them, couples friends, you know, and we may talk to, like, he may talk to the wife, not alone, but it's like, we're totally, that, it's like, we're totally friends. We're totally friends. There's though. always an openness yeah. of me and so and so talked about this, not yeah. like one on one texting, you know, but just it's never even a question. Mm -hmm. It just can't be a question. You can't leave yeah. it up for negotiation, yep. you know? And one thing, and I think that trust is so beautiful and unique because it's mm -hmm. something that really at the end of the day, the only absolute perfect trust comes from God. Yeah. Like so trust true. in the Lord with all your heart and lean yeah. not on your own understanding. And we know that the word talks about that and that like people are mere humans. Yeah. So we can't expect our spouse to always not be trustworthy, but to always fulfill something in us yeah. that is be not meant answer. for them. Yeah. And, yeah. and sometimes there might be little things, but we need to be able to extend grace, yeah. you know, right. and then communicate to each other. Hey, when you did this, it made me think this mm -hmm. and I know that wasn't your heart or your intention, Boom. but it made me think that. And yeah. I don't know why, but can we talk about that? You know, or, you know, if your wife is always like, Hey, who's that? Who's that? Don't always think that she's trying to control or be annoying. She needs security. She needs to know you love her, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, Hey babe, it was so-and-so. See, we're just talking about whatever. Um, and if you find that to be annoying, then you need to really work and have some grace with your spouse. Mm -hmm. If them asking you, Hey, who was that is annoying you, you need to check yourself yeah. because that is your spouse and it should just always be open. Now, so if, true. if you're the, if you feel like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I'm actually controlling, not mm -hmm. just mistrusting. Yeah. I'm actually controlling. Then you need to really check that too. Yep. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's so real. And what you're just saying, just having that openness with each other. So yeah. the enemy, I mean, anytime there's temptation, anything, man, like I said, keep that door shut, lock it up. Don't yeah. even let them in. Don't even like crack the door open. Right. Mm -hmm. But with your spouse, yeah. <laughs> we need to be living our, our lives and our marriage with them with an open door and open door policy, you know? And so what I mean by that is, man, if Brittany 
grabs my phone and looks at it. I'm not going to ask her why or what is she doing? I don't care. I got nothing to hide. Like that's the kind of mentality that we want to have with each other where we can truly just grab each other's phones. And I can literally go through her phone right now and look at all her texts. I can go through her Instagram, look at her DMs, her Facebook. I could do that. And she, it would not, it would do nothing to her. And, And I, and I know that's because she, she has nothing to hide. And when you have nothing to hide, this is an open that's the way it works with your open door yeah there's nothing to be ashamed of there's nothing to hide there's nothing there that so there shouldn't be any guilt or hiding that should be happening when that happens you know so having that open door with each other being honest is like probably one of the most important things for us well and when you have that foundation of trust it honestly is going to help in every other area it's going to help you in your intimacy it's going to help you in your communication. It's going to help financially because you're just going to be trusting of that person. If they say like, Hey, um, I think we should buy this. You're gonna be like, Oh great. I trust you. Go ahead. You know, instead of like, well, why, why do you think we need to do that? Like there's just, when there's mistrust, it kind of like just can infiltrate every area. And then the conversations kind of come from like an angle of that, you know, like, well, why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. Why do you spend your time doing that? Why are you doing that? You know? And so a lot of that is rooted in being like not having trust. Yeah. And you, you said something that I want to kind of go back to real quick is, um, you said when you, you have a conversation with your spouse. So you said, I want to come to them and say, Hey, when you said this, it made me feel this way. Um, and I know you didn't mean for it to feel that way, but this is how it made me feel like that's probably like one of the key things I wish every couple could learn yeah. when it comes to communicating what's going on because a lot of couples will just go to them and be like, why did you say this? Like this is crazy. What's wrong with you? And yeah. they would attack what they're trying to say rather than have the conversation. Yeah. And when you open up with, Hey, could we talk about this? You, you said this, this is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you didn't mean to do that. When you, when you have that kind of, what that does, it sets me up for success mm-hmm. because yeah. and it sets you up for success too, because you're saying, Hey, you, I saw something you were texting. This is how it made me feel. What's, I know it's not nothing or I know it's not anything, but this is how it made me feel. And like, talk to me about it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, totally. Then I can show you and be like, yeah, we're just talking about, you know, the next video shoot or whatever. Like we can truly just show you what's going on instead of you assuming and attacking, you're asking the question with the vulnerability of saying, this is how it made me feel. It's probably not real. Walk me through it. Yeah. And when you, when you go that, when you go that route, I mean the whole, it's a huge difference between how I'm going to respond to you. Mm -hmm. Cause if you respond to me and you come to me and you start pointing the finger and attacking me saying, why are you talking to her and what's good and what's that? there's going to be an issue, you know, especially if I'm not actually doing the thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So at the very beginning, you said that trust is really hard to gain mm-hmm. and really easy to lose. Yes. So how do we gain trust? Like we've talked about a few yeah. of those things um, throughout this entire thing, but yeah. what are some key things that someone can implement today to gain trust with their spouse and start to build a foundation where they can truly just live in freedom with each other? Yeah knowing that they can trust each other. I mean, I think one, I would say if there has been a reason for them to be mistrusting of you, you need to ask for forgiveness and apologize. Spot on. You know, and and that will show that you want to have an opportunity to rebuild mm. that trust. It's good. But ask for forgiveness. Hey, you know what? I know that when this happened, 
I broke trust with you. So true. And I want the opportunity to rebuild that. And that will show so much, you know, yeah. of your heart. So number one, I would say if you're in that place, ask for forgiveness, apologize to your spouse. Um, or, you know, if there's something that you are hiding, yeah, then you need to just decide how that's going to, how you're going to, um, uncover that, yeah. you know? And so I would say ask for forgiveness. Definitely. Yep. Um, and two, go ahead. what about, what about the other spouse though? So say, yeah. say I'm the stubborn one and there's no way I'm ever going to apologize to you for something I didn't even feel like was a big deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm stubborn. So yeah. how would you open that door? Like how would if I was the one who needed to apologize? No, if or I'm the one, were. yep. Okay. I'm the one who needs to apologize. You're the one. And you know, I'm never I would, going I to know the same thing, you know, like, Hey, like I, I'm sorry that we're, this feels like we're struggling in this mm-hmm. and I don't want to anymore. You know, what can I, I do? Yeah. What can I do? How can I help you navigate this? How can I help you open up? You know, and actually even just in, I'm um, reading another book now, it talks about like sometimes the one who's maybe a little bit more mature in their communication mm-hmm. has to be the one to make the first step. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to point any fingers, but I would say <laughs> okay, <laughs> that um, for the most part, I apologize first. I know. <laughs> That's why in I tried the, giving in, the example. Like in the I'm beginning, the one, though. Yeah. In the beginning. Oh, beginning. Not, I, not so much now. I avoided conflict like it not was in like a, I'd be a like, play. okay, but yeah, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother conversation. Anyway, so one, forgive, you know, have that conversation. Two, start just like living open. Like think to yourself, how, what areas am I not being open with my spouse? Like, is it hiding things on my phone? Is it maybe like leaving the room when, you know, like I said, when someone calls or, um, attention you're getting from someone somewhere like at work or at the gym that is maybe not you know, appropriate, whatever that is. So yep. start being more open, yep. you know? So true. What else would you say? Um, I mean, again, trust? just the communication, like I would say like set aside time every single week for you guys just to catch up, talk about yeah. what's going on and yeah. ask them. And I would even go as far as, Hey, what can I do better to serve you? Yeah. You know, what, what's something that you need from me to help you yeah. uh, be successful in our marriage Yeah, and having that kind of communication and then not just asking and then them telling you and you never doing anything about it, but like actually like doing those things, you yeah. know, like, Hey, I could really use your help. Um, could you like start taking out the trash, you know, stuff like that, like whatever it is, yeah. um, communicate those things yeah. and then act on them. Well, I think, um, like on that, so like another thing you could start doing is, start communicating with your spouse, even what seems like seemingly small, you know, like, Hey, um, running to the grocery store. Can I get you anything? Um, Oh, Hey, going to lunch with the guys, you know, today, like you're at work, thinking about you just wanted you to know where I'm at. That way, if she looks at your location, she goes, why is he at whatever restaurant? Yeah. You know, who's he with? Yeah. See, instead it's, Oh, I opened my text. Oh, look, Julian's at lunch, you know, with so-and-so at so-and-so place. Oh, I check his location. Oh yeah, that's where he is. So then there's no, that leaves like no area, like gray area. It's like, Mm -hmm. he said he's going to be here and he is there, you know? And so just starting those like little communication, you know, um, and wives too, like, Hey, thinking of you, you know, just Absolutely. we're hanging out at home today. Hope you're having a good day at work, and most, whatever it is. And most of the guys, most of the guys out there, it's not, it's not one size fits all, but most guys probably don't even need that. Like every once in a while, I'm like, Hmm, 
haven't heard from her in a while, <laughs> you know, because she's an overcommunicator, though. But they probably Sometimes don't need I it, but still do it. Sometimes I want to see how long. That's the thing, though. Like, can go even if they don't need stay. it, you should probably just still do it. Say, say you're the one who's an overcommunicator. Teach me how to do it by doing it. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's a good example of oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. learning yeah. how to do something yeah. is by you doing it because and showing I do the it. way. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just, I mean, I would say those things, you know, and then just work on it every day. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah. yeah. And like I said earlier, be an open book. You know, you have to just be willing to share everything with yeah. your spouse. Not that they, I think that's really just for you to create a culture of trust in your yeah. house, you know, yeah. having access Absolutely. to your phones, having access to bank accounts, having access to whatever it is, because you need to live openly with your spouse so that there is no room for question yeah. in your marriage. The yep. more your spouse knows, the less they're going to wonder. Like, I mean, that's it's, pretty, so good. it's yeah. pretty simple, you know? Yeah. And look at you coming out with the whole oh. like eyeliner. Thank you. The more they know, the less they wonder. But literally, if, if they don't know much or you're not communicating, they're going to wonder. Well, then it leaves room for like things to like go in their mind that aren't yeah. true. Yeah. You know, because when you wonder, you start like making things up. In well, your you head. make things. Yeah. Well, like our, I do at least. Our minds go crazy Like what if this? Places. What if that? What if this? And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, oh, and none of it's true. So true. That's so, so true. true. Well, once again, um, just remember, we're not professionals here. We're not counselors or anything like that but what we are is we've been married for a, for a while and we've been through a lot of things and we want to yeah. share our experiences with you so um, if you haven't already make sure you comment below we want to hear from you what are some things you want to know about marriage that will help you move forward and yeah. have a successful marriage um, and if you haven't already too, subscribe subscribe to the YouTube channel to the podcast we want you to be involved more with what we're doing here yeah. and uh, Don't miss another episode. Thank you so much.